The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hi guys, so on this week's episode we interview um, a rapper called Icy. He approached us actually um, to share his thoughts on finding your voice. It was a great conversation. We spoke about, you know, finding your voice, all the different things that he does as an artist. He's a rapper, he's an entrepreneur, he has um, a platform where he interviews people and he's about to be a dad. And he gave us some really great insight and just a reminder that the most important things about um, being an artist and connecting with others is finding our authentic voice. So I hope that's helpful to you guys um, and it was a great chat. Since we have started I Am Independent, we have had people get in touch with us and ask questions, give feedback, which we love, and just want to get involved. And the whole thing is we are really hoping that we're building a community here as well where we can learn from each other. The the thing about being an independent artist is we we very much feel like we're alone sometimes. And we can learn from experience and realise that others are struggling. We can share um, where people have had victories and we can share all that information. So we were really excited um, when uh, a short while ago, a very talented rapper and musician, producer, manager, he does everything, Icy, got in touch with us and said, do you know what, I've really got some stuff that I would love to share with the independent artist community and we would be silly to not say yes because he has so much experience. So he's our guest today. Welcome. Thank you, Aida. Morning, 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 morning. I think it would be great to start with. You could just tell us a bit about your own journey because, as I mentioned, you're an independent artist yourself, yeah. but you manage as well. You host a great event. Yeah. Just tell us about your journey of how you started out. Yeah, I started off in, let's say, 1996. Going to share my age. <laughs> um, I just started off a group with my brother. Well, sorry, actually, just started off rapping. I just really picked it up from a friend at my church, my local church. He was starting to rap, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like, I'd love to, you know, rap like you." And he kind of took me under his wing and taught me how to write lyrics. And I just really felt uh, there was a, a new avenue for me to kind of express my emotions. Before I did poetry, and it was almost like an, an easy transition into music. Um, so we formed a little group, performed different small events across London, uh, and then after a while, I kind of left that and I started to do my own thing. And I kind of moved with the genres. So Garage came around and I was like, oh, okay, I like this vibe. And me and a DJ at school, I remember we just kind of bonded together and we just started to every single Friday go to his house and just record sets, we just record sets. And it was such a pivotal moment because we were just learning about practicing, honing your skill, honing your skill, record on Friday, listen to it for the whole week. And then come back again on Friday and tweak and tweak and tweak. Um, and we used to do like the, the sixth form uh, boat parties. And I remember there was one time I didn't have lyrics. So, so I actually stole lyrics from like a, a local <laughs> MC. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, if I get caught, uh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> but it just showed me how that was like the beginning stage was showing me how people interact with music and how impactful it can become. Fast forward to around 2004, me and my brother, um, we kind of joined forces because now Grime came upon the scene and uh, we had a group called Commission. And uh, we 
just started to make made one song called CO Debra MI. It was like called Commission Anthem. And for so it was mad. People just really took to it and we just started to make more music more and more music. We made a song called Up to You. Um and Trident at the time were trying to really combat um crime but you know black and black crime and they took one of our songs and they used it for their campaign uh and it was a really beautiful time and then finally after that we did that for a couple of years and then i went back as a solo artist and just since 2012 i released my project called the entree and i just released i just started to work really independently and and just managed the whole process on my own and just put out new music every two three years um to the point last year i got to release my debut album uh moment of clarity Woo! <laughs> and um that was a triumphant moment for me because i just felt like i would never ever release an album um but it was almost like a, a full circle moment where the love for it in the beginning mm. it met that passion and, and i was able to uh, deliver it the way i wanted it how i wanted it to sound but more importantly as an artist i kind of had found myself Mm. so yeah wow, wow. <laughs> so outside of all of that which is a lot mm. um you do do other things which we were kind of talking about before yeah. just the independent um artist life we were generally not just doing our music yeah yeah definitely what are the other things that you're doing so my full-time job is as a financial educational trainer no young- way <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> That's not fair. So you've got the like calculating brain and the creative yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not allowed. So we teach uh, we teach young people before they're about to leave care and get their own flats. We teach them about how to manage bills, council oh, tax, so electricity, so budgeting, all these type of things. Um, so that's my daytime job. But then, as an independent artist, I've got different in quote side hustles. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, the sit down. Uh, the sit down is a live Q and A platform where I invite people uh, into a space so we'll hire out a venue um, and just get their fans and their supporters mm. to come as well and we just ask them questions it's to unpack who they are behind uh, the mic or behind their brand mm. or behind their business just to get to the core of the person and because I'm naturally an inquisitive person um, and my music is that it's very uh, introspective like mm. I want to know about the person mm. who are you your thoughts your feelings I want to know all about that stuff and so we started that about Oh, it's coming up to two years now. Jeez, oh, I didn't realise. Uh, I started about two years ago, um, and it's just been it's just been amazing. So we've had Carl Loco, we've had Mercedes Benson, uh, Governor B, um, so many art- people come through and just mm. bear their soul before these audiences. And then Jake the audience, Isaac on there. I have, Isaac. I have some friends who they really raved about yeah. that one. So, it was such so a we've one. been doing that, and then I've got um, what else am I doing? Manager. Yeah, well, I, I've, <laughs> I'm trying to, I didn't do too much of it. I just took a stint. I was helping out a friend. I was helping out Carl Loco um, just to help manage his music at the time. That's, I think it was last, last year. Um, and that was a very, very interesting experience <laughs> because I'd always been the artist. Mm-hmm. So I was handling social media. I was handling emails. I was handling bookings. Man, I don't know if I'll do that again because <laughs> it was yeah. a lot. But I, I really appreciate that experience. That's the thing with doing being independent that we get to try all these and we get things. to see mm. um, what fits um, with all of, all of our interests and yeah. and our 100%. skill sets as well. Yeah. And go actually, I don't really fancy doing that um, for the long term. But that was good. No, hundred percent. I was thinking right as was. well because um, speaking uh, to Bianca before we spoke yeah. on the podcast about um, her doing 
a tour recently that was very much organised by a booking agent and we've done a tour that we organised ourselves yeah. and the, the fact that you had a, a, a go at managing as well and you just realise how the independent artist literally does every role yeah, at some point and um, the really nice point is when you grow to that point when someone else is doing it for yeah, you and you're like 100%. I don't have to do it anymore yeah. and you, you don't realise you know just so how good. much yeah. you had to carry and yeah. do as an independent artist and it's just artist. normal for you to do yeah. it yeah. and it, it helps because you've had an insight into those roles so yeah. you then know when someone's not doing a good job because yeah. exactly. you've had to do it before but it's so nice when you can just concentrate on being an artist yeah. isn't it and I think what I took from that is that I wanted to set up a I'm in the process of setting up it's um, called One Hit Away um, Artist Services and just literally taking those skills and everything I learnt from there and just helping artists do that do you know what I'm saying so whether I've met some artists who are just like oh how do I sign up for PRS and mm. how do I get my music into all these um you know, musical platforms. I'm like, okay, you know what? I can help you with that. Mm. I've been doing it for the last 12 or so years. So I'm looking to start that up, especially because I'm going to have a baby. So I got to take a step back. Yeah. Um, yes. so, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I know one of the things that you when you got in touch with us that you really wanted to talk mm -hmm. about because it's something that like you said you've been doing music for <coughs> many years but you only released your debut album recently and um, that's that's a long thing but also it sounded like that was really the right timing for you mm -hmm. and you said you knew who you were as an artist yeah. and I know something you're passionate about is finding your voice so yeah, firstly what what is an artist's voice how does the artist find their voice yeah I think um in a especially in a landscape where there's so many different artists and there's so many versions of yourself you can be if you yeah. look at things like social media um as an artist i think you've got to find what is it that i'm saying like what's my message yeah. you know and be comfortable with that message and my thing was that i got so distracted by all the other voices that mm. were out there um i would look at people's social media and i'd be like oh my gosh maybe maybe I need to do that or I'd listen to a song and oh maybe I need to make a song like that and it was like no 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 uh, I needed to step back mm. um, take time to realise what it is that I'm called to do uh, what is mm. my vision what is my purpose and what is my story and tell that story and not everybody's story is I grew up on a council estate I sold drugs mm. uh, almost got shot <laughs> da, da. not everybody's story was that and as a black male in the UK in inner city London that's almost like a, a constant narrative and as a musician as an independent artist I find myself thinking oh, okay my story must not really be valid then it can't hold much value because mm. that's the dominant story that's right. maybe maybe I have to do that maybe I've got to find some war scars and I've got a scar on my head mm. uh, but that's related to um you know coming when I came I was prematurely born and I would had all these different operations on me but I remember I'd meet people and they say oh what happened did you get chopped by a machete and I'd be <laughs> like Hmm. <laughs> that's maybe. How, that, maybe we could twist yeah. that narrative, and yeah. that could be one that fits the one that is most popular, most dominant. Um, so, I think it's so important for people to look within themselves, find what is unique about your story. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is saying. Find what's unique about your story, uh, what you have to say about life, your perspective, your understanding of life, and use that to be your, in a sense, your USP, your unique selling point. And for me. It was, um, I don't I have not come from that gangster life. That's not my story. My narrative or my voice is that I live a normal life, mm -hmm. <laughs> but there are things in that normal life that, that I go through 
that everyone else goes through as well mm-hmm. the ups and the downs and i'm going to share those stories i'm going to share the, the the realities of those stories mm-hmm. and so when crafting the album um there's a song called nine to five and nine to five is for people who go to work on a daily basis who yeah. don't necessarily want to be there <laughs> but they're they have to it's what we've yeah. got to do to yeah. pay the rent to yeah. uh, feed our children while we work on our side hustles and i thought that's my i've got a voice there uh, that and I got a message there to reach those type of people. There's a song called um, "Trouble in Paradise." I'm married. I've been married for almost seven years now, and so it's a song talking about you know the ups and downs of marriage mm-hmm. and how sometimes you're like, yeah, I love this person. Sometimes you're like, this person is so annoying. Yeah. And we talk about that. My wife is actually on the song. She talk, she speaks on the song as well. So I thought I want to say I want to put that out there as well. This is my voice. This is from where I'm coming from as a as a husband. So I think it's important for people to find their voice in terms of look at yourself. What are the different stories mm-hmm. or narratives or things that you can find that are unique to you? Mm-hmm. Turn that into art and give it to the people, and you'll find the audience that will draw to that will be kind of drawn to those kind of um, stories and that kind of voice. So yeah. So yeah, good. that is that's that's so good, and I think um, what I when you were talking, I was thinking it's so true. There are so many different voices, and as a consumer, um, there's so much choice, mm. and you want to. I know that I want to connect with something that's authentic and yeah. something um, that um, is real to me. And what is real to me is not going to be real to the next person necessarily. And if I can find a connection with somebody, be it they've got a similar sense of humor yeah. as me and I find them so funny and I'm I'm gonna you know listen to their music and go to their gigs because their banter in between is funny <laughs> yeah. and then their stories are funny and I just like you know the memes they put up um but they're being authentic to them mm-hmm. in in their comedy in their voice in yeah. the way they communicate and if they were trying to be someone else I wouldn't connect with them and or someone else is more inspirational and and I like I need their Monday morning pep talk mm. you know and and so um when you're saying that you know not trying to emulate a voice that we love like I can I could try and be that other person but actually that's not the best thing Mm. the best thing is to find my authentic voice whatever that is and trust that um if I can kind of hone the way that I communicate through um all my different sort of avenues that there'll be someone else that can all connect to that authenticity and it's not always felt it's always say impact over numbers because it's Mm. the numbers are great and I think the numbers are amazing you know but what impact are you leaving on your your listener? Mm-hmm. And that couldn't be, it doesn't have to be the most deepest music. It could be you uplift your listener, mm-hmm. you know, your, you help your listener to escape all the craziness mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. to be in that moment of euphoria, whatever it might be. But what impact is your voice leaving? I remember, you know, Cadet that passed away. When Cadet passed, nobody, I couldn't see through the whole of social media, nobody said, Cadet had this amount of streams. Cadet had this amount of uh, followers. It was all on, oh, his music impacted me. His music did this to me. And funny enough for him, people talk about him being the nicest guy ever. So actually, who he was, his voice, 
came across so loud because that doesn't always happen, doesn't it? So obviously that's what people who followed him had seen and had got and had heard his voice in that. It's interesting. And being sort of focused on the mark that you're leaving um, with everything that you're doing. And also I think it's great to do that because then you're not necessarily as focused on what you're trying to get from from your output, but it's actually you're focusing on what you're trying to give and and how you're giving that and and how you can be creative within that. it's probably a great focus to have. 100%. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing library of really useful videos on our YouTube page, including interviews with artists and music industry insiders sharing their experience and expertise. Search IMR on YouTube or visit our website www.iamindependent.co.uk. So once an artist has done their work and knows their voice, they're being true to themselves, um, how can they communicate that? I mean, we have so many options to be heard these days, particularly with social media. Um, But I find, and we were talking about, uh, Bianca and I were talking about the fact that sometimes um, if someone has just put in just their music out there, you can connect to the music if you feel a disconnect from the artist. Mm. So how should artists communicate who they are to their fans authentically? How can they do that? I think just like even what you just said, communicate authentically, like who you are. And so um, some people are not naturally... Um, outgrowing and bubbly but in their music they are but you've got to find a way that is most authentic to you so you might be a tweeter but you're not really an Instagram story person but you tweet your thoughts and people are are able to connect with you in that way I think find a way that you best connect with your people and your audience in a way that you can continue to do that like years from now some people you know when insta stories came they were like oh they jumped on that bandwagon but they couldn't stay on that bandwagon it's not authentically them so i think know what your message is know who your what your voice is and then just choose the platform that works for you whether it's tweeting whether it's um instagram and something like for me i did with my child coming my wife says to me oh you should do a page for you know you know, because you're going to become a dad, do a page that's dedicated to that, just telling people how you're experiencing it. At first I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I just feel that's too much. But then when I looked at it, I thought, okay, well, this is giving me the opportunity to share a different side of me, you know, a side where I've not experienced myself. My fans or supporters have not experienced that. So let's do it. But I thought, I'm not going to go crazy on it. I'm just going to post something take a picture or something and post what I want to say whether it's a small caption a big caption whatever it is and the way people have gravitated to that has been very interesting because it's a whole different you know side of me that I don't even know again and we don't know so but it's easy for me I find it easy it's not like Mm. a big stretch for me so I think use whatever tools work for you but make it authentic because people can tell it's funny when people people can see through (laughs) when you're pretending to be something that you're you're not but yeah i think just find what works for you and um yeah stick to it that's good that's really good are there any um people that you like the way that they communicate like you like their their voice through their music um 
through the way they um, interact with social media or live or do you feel there's anyone that kind of has a kind of a cohesive message that um, is easy to yeah, d- Governor, Governor B, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. we got to you. Look, Governor B, like he, he's. I think he's someone I look at and I'd be like, okay, that is someone who found their voice. Because I remember back in the day, um, you know, he, he was, he was in that mix where people were like, okay, is he a Christian rapper? Is he a gospel rapper? Is he not? And he had to find his place and where he belongs. And he knew, he found his spot and said, this is what who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is how I'm going to communicate myself. I'm a Christian. Uh, I, I'm not ashamed of that. And he just went forth. And mm-hmm. his message is always constantly, it's just consistent mm-hmm. across every single platform. When he's not talking about his beard. <laughs> when he's not talking about his about beard, his, yeah, about his beard connected. But even um, then, like he, part of his thing is that he's he, yeah. he's humorous. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Him, um, Stormzy, Storm, mm. you know, great at being able to just Stormzy is interesting because he knew from early, even at, you know, despite how high I rise, I have to remain so true to myself. And so I remember he went to do some talk somewhere just for some young men, and I was there, and. He just came, it's a small thing, but he just came in the most standard, normal clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I was imagining Stormzy to be wearing, but he was just so down to earth. And I think he's someone who knows, he knew early who I am, stuck to that mm-hmm. and has just carried that on consistently. Mm-hmm. He knows he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. He knows that he can get stuff wrong. Um, and I think that's even, it's interesting because when the media came against him about his tweets, he was able to say, yep, I did wrong. So sorry about that. Let's move on. I never said I was perfect. Let's go. And that enabled his brand to just continue mm-hmm. going. And the things that he's put his hands in have all been authentic to who, you know, who he is and the things that he stands for. So, yeah, I think those are good examples of just owning who you are. This is who I am as an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, this is who I am as an artist and a person. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you're, if those two are quite closely linked, you don't have to catch up with any of one of them. Yeah. And at any time like Adele Adele knows I sing in a nice dress on a stage that's it mm. I don't need no backup dancers I don't need pyrotechnics I just give me a mic I'll do what I do Ed Sheeran just give me a give me a guitar give me a mic I'll go across the world but even when you take them away from their music they're just themselves when they sit on the Jonathan Ross sofa they're just them and but you have to know that before some i think sometimes before the fame comes because yeah. otherwise you're battling with this is who i look like i am but this is who i really, really am yeah. and i think yeah. you have to understand yeah. and then we feel a disconnect with ourselves mm. don't oh, we yeah. and that's 100%. when you can get mental health issues coming into yeah. that when yeah. you try and either hide that or like you say play catch up or, yeah. or, or whatever 100%. But i think it's also okay to be on the journey of finding that i think um Just you me. look at you know as you said governor b um he went on his journey i think even adele back in the day you know showing my age but i remember both of us on like the myspace times when she was just <laughs> doing starting her thing and and she went on her own discovery of um just figuring out who who she is and 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 sticking with that and i think as independent artists i think it's okay to be kind of in progress when it comes to finding your voice so long as that's what you're trying to do um and knowing that you're trying to maybe you're trying things until you find where you want to land and where you want to stay um um and i think it's also knowing that you're trying to find a place that feels authentic to you and and knowing it's 
is this me emulating or copying yeah. or trying to people please or is this me and now okay I found me and I found my voice how now how am I going to express that in the various ways yeah. I feel comfortable doing that and I think like even when I did the album like that was something that I had to really ask myself mm. because taking that concept and even more so pouring that into your art and yeah. your music when I was there's one song called Lost My Way on the album and uh it's got a, it's got singing in it. I cannot sing. It's mm. not within. I cannot sing. I don't. I do not sing. <laughs> but I knew in my heart how I wanted the song to sound, mm-hmm. and it was singing in it. And I remember I'd I would be right. I'd wrote the chorus and I'd, I'd say I'd sing the chorus to my wife. I'd be like, also, oh, so you know, what do you think? She'd be like, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Like, all right, it doesn't work. Okay, cool. And I would go back and write it, but. I had to get to a point where it didn't even matter if she liked it or not. I had to love it. Mm. And that, the album, that was very, that's a very big thing for me for that album that I loved the entirety of it. Not one or two, so mm. I had to love everything. And this song, I would go into the studio after, you know, session after session after session. Even my engineer said, oh, maybe, maybe don't do the singing part. Mm. But I was like, no, this is, I know what needs to be on this uh, song for it to really be what I want it to be and then I finally got it and then I, I did it and everything and put it out I was still nervous but I knew that's what I wanted to hear I knew mm. that this was the voice this is what I needed on the song it was the one that has the most streams wow. it's the one that people love the most because I stuck to my guns I mm. stuck to no this is what I want to hear this is the levels this mm. is the melody this is what I want to hear and I think it's so important for artists to um, make sure when you're going to put for me as I feel if you're going to put out a project be able to stand by that 400% 200 1000% be able to stick and stand by it Mm. and when I did the album you know I was happy because I knew that if I died tomorrow what would be left everyone could have you could you could have an album for me and I would have known in my heart I was a thousand percent happy with it. I would rewind the songs. I would play it back to back. <laughs> I was a hundred percent happy with the art I'd given the people. And I think it's so important because it's, it takes so much as artists to create music. It's, it's, it's not easy to go inside yourself and pull out something and create something that didn't exist like four or five minutes ago mm. and you create that art and then you give it to people and people connect with it. Yeah. That's or powerful. Or comment on it or, or it's, critique it's, it. Or critique yeah. it. So you've got to know that even if someone else critiques it, were you happy with it? Yeah. So some people, I remember I sent it to some DJs and they were just like, yeah, it's all right. I don't really like the hook. <laughs> cool. I'm all right. I'm good. Mm. You don't want to play it. That's all right. It's not a problem because mm. art is subjective. But I love it. I play it in my car. I play it in the <laughs> shower. I love it. You know, so love what you do, man. It takes mm. so much to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. What about when we're communicating to our audience and our fans? Um, what do we need to think about in terms of what they might want from us? Because, okay, we have our or gender we agenda and we've mm-hmm. spoken about the need to be authentic for our own sake yeah what about thinking about what they might want or need to hear from us even if that might be slightly outside of our, our comfort zone yeah that's true and i think that's i think it's important to therefore constantly be in contact with your audience the people that connect with you and for me i've got a whatsapp group of um i think it's about we've got about 15 people now 15 closest supporters so these are people if i tweet something they're quick to 
retweet it, quick to favorite it. If I post something, they're quick to repost it. So I know that these people are, uh, you know, they're listening and supporting what we're doing. So I call them the inner core. And before I put out anything to the public, they get to hear or critique it first. And so I always ask them, okay, so what do you think about this song? You know, and they'll be like, yeah, it's cool, but maybe tweak this, tweak that. And then I have to uh, weigh that up with my own desire and see, okay, which one wins there? So it's still a process. Um, but then I also might ask them, you know, with the album, I said, how many tracks should I put on it? How many, how many, what would you like to hear? Would you like an EP or would you like an album? And a lot of them came back and saying, no, don't give us, a, give us an EP because it's just teasing. Five tracks, no, we want something full length. We want something to digest. I was like, okay, cool, we're on the right path. I did 13 songs. Uh, so I think, it's yeah, it's important to talk to them because if those are the people that are going to consume it, like they must have a say in some way in what you put out because if those are the people that are going to come to the event and come to uh to to stream your music or promote your music it's definitely i think it's definitely important to get that input so mm. i would say find people who already love what you do uh or m make an observation of people who are constantly involved in promoting what you're doing and ask them you know go into their dms into your dms message them yo thank you for supporting what do you think and i've realized the power of um giving people more than is required so for example if someone messages me and says i love your album i'm like oh cool start a real conversation not just oh cool thanks i say okay what connected with you the most and then they tell me they give me this whole big paragraph and then i voice i'll video record myself replying them back because i know if wretch if i said to wretch oh in these dms oh i love your album and then I saw his face back up and I, oh my gosh, it <laughs> made my day. So I think have a dialogue with mm. the people that support you because they're human beings as well. And they've got thoughts and feelings on how they engage with your music. So yeah, it's important. That's really good um, um, advice about um, how to authentically connect mm. um, with your audience. And I think um, we can default to being you know, one step removed by I mean, going to that place of having a whatsapp group with kind of a few of your core audiences and as you say how responding in a non-generic way mm. and that's stuck speaking to me as an artist in in how i can even further engage and and really strengthen um the, the community yeah. around so that's really cool and i think it's important to remember that there's an offline audience as well mm. like not every not everybody is so obsessed with just being online so i mean when we did the album one thing we did was um something called Home Invasion. So before the album came out, we would, we did this thing where you could schedule uh, a slot and come. I would come to your house and I'll play you the album. And so we went to Coventry, we went to wow. uh, South London, we went to Ipswich. And it was funny because when I got into people's houses, oh my, it's a whole different dynamic because I've only seen you on screen. So I got into people's houses. I had mums cooking for me. <laughs> mums were sitting down listening to the music. And I saw that, wow, it's powerful that you can also do, there's also an offline audience that you can connect with. And mm. they it made our bond a bit more solid than just a little bit of a message here and there. So it's so important. Yeah, it's so important that online, that's cool. But then figure out ways to connect with people offline because YouTubers do it when they do just have a meet and greet yeah. and yeah. So I think as artists as well, just thinking of ways offline. What can I? How can I connect? You know, Nando's lunch or it might cost you some money, but <laughs> what you invest. I always think of. I always try to think of what if my favorite artist did this, 
and I'm a supporter of them, how would that make me feel? You know, what would what would forge a closer relationship or a closer connection with my favorite artists? You know, so I try to think from that um, kind of side, that vantage point. That's great. Well, you've spoken about the fact that you're going to become a dad yeah. imminently, um, and I guess being an being an artist anyway, um, mm. it's it's all a journey. Um, and being an independent artist, we're always juggling lots of things. Yeah. And uh, they say having a baby is like throwing a grenade into <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Just to encourage you, I see. <laughs> but as you, I know it's a little bit like you don't know what's coming or what it's going to mm. be like. But where have you put your artistry at the moment in with that upcoming role as a father what do you think that might look like for Mm. you what decisions or priorities have you made coming into this new space I mean I know it's very much we'll probably have to meet you in a year and go how did that work (laughs) out (laughs) I know some grand ideas I had (laughs) I was going to start at least three businesses on my maternity leave wow I think I barely stood up (laughs) (laughs) definitely didn't finish a cup of tea that's for sure oh (laughs) jeez well I mean it's funny because the album came out October last year so and I'm, I try to be meticulous with, because I'm only one person doing it, I try to, you know, the marketing and, okay, cool, we've got to do the visuals. And then I remember towards Jan- January, I was thinking, okay, cool, we've done the album, we did the headline show, now we need some visuals because I'm going to be away for a bit. And then I was getting quotes for visuals and, you know, £400 there, then you've got to pay another 300 to get it up onto a channel. And I was thinking, so that's, that's like, what, £700? I was like, but I've got a baby on the way. Like, and I really couldn't justify giving someone £700 for people to watch the video and then that's it. I said, I've got a, I need to get a buggy. I need to get a car seat. Uh, I, need, I, I need to get a, a car. Uh, and so I said to myself, what is most important right now? I was like, my baby, the music can, that can wait. And so I uploaded a video on my Instagram again like you we talked about connecting with your, your audience and I just thought I'm going to keep it authentic and keep it real I said guys I know right now we should be expecting you should be expecting the visuals but you're going to have to wait to the towards the end of the year because right now my, priority, my priorities are shifting they're changing 100% towards this child I want to be I don't want to be a, a rapper daddy I just want to be a daddy so that's what I'm saying for a while and then I can get back to that music and uh, so many people are like, oh, in the comments, da, 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 da. that's right, man. Uh, don't worry, we'll wait. Um, that's a good move. Yeah, getting your priorities straight. Before I was a bit fra- afraid to say that because in the culture of music at the moment, it's like, go, 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 go. You cannot let, let up. But again, being authentic with yourself. And I knew my voice as an artist is someone who just keeps it real. That's just what I just, hey, you like it? You know, I just try and keep it real. And they connected with that. And so now I started to try, and I was, the other day I was trying to write music and I was like, nothing is coming. Like I can't, nothing's creatively sparking me because I'm just expecting this baby. And so I said to myself, what we'll do is just throw yourself into fatherhood and just let it come organically. If your spark, if a song sparks, say if a situation or a moment sparks up a song in you, cool, go and write it and just park it. But I didn't want to manufacture a whole album just because that's what it should, that's what should happen. And Mm -hmm. I think that was important to me that as much as I'm an artist and music, sometimes real life is more, not sometimes, real life is much more Mm -hmm. important. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because 
on one hand I want to say to artists be consistent mm. you need to be because exactly, consistent yes. and that is true but on the other hand I I get frustrated with this idea in life but particularly being an artist that you're constantly running out of time <laughs> that constantly you're going to miss out it yeah, has to be done now that things things can't wait and the opportunity is not going to come back and we sometimes forget to live in that but it I must admit it's still a difficult tension isn't yeah, it um, and I think probably the thing that you've done right there is you communicated it to your fans yeah. you, you often you know you'll get artists who will just disappear no explanation <laughs> yeah. and, and you just All wonder what's going to happen <laughs> yeah um, but it, it is difficult because there will always be that that feeling of like I, I need to be consistent I need to let them know that I'm doing something but at the same time you're right this is real life and the the stories and the songs you're going to get out of this new experience exactly. this new adventure is a, is a whole other thing as well yeah. uh, and we are I promise we're going to do a whole podcast on this because we know that a lot of artists are parents mm. um, and we will we will talk about that as well um, but it's just great to get your insight on that anyway yeah, definitely, definitely. but yeah we will in a year's time <laughs> how did that work out for you? <laughs> oh man it's going to be interesting I think it's just been um, a really um, great reminder um, just keeping first things first with finding your voice and um, figuring out your why, but um, thank you for no thank coming you. along and like um, yeah, introducing yourself to us and just letting us know that this is something you wanted to talk about because um, it has been really important and it's been great to have your perspective. And if anyone wants show. to find you, check out your music. Where can we go to? Um, yes, um, mainly just my Instagram, I C I E Music. Yeah, I C I E Music. That's on all platforms: Twitter, Instagram. Uh, but there's a link in my bio you can get to my music I just released a new album actually on was it last Friday? yeah oh wow um, and it was like a voice note album that comments on the actual album of making the album all those moments that I realised like talking about owning your voice that I realised in making the album I put them in a voice note form um, so that people can just see where I was at so things about finding your voice um, things about owning your greatness and um understanding the impact versus numbers so yeah we put that out and that's that's almost like my okay guys take yeah. have that until i get back see you later so yeah <laughs> you want to check that out on spotify and um, but yeah icie music on all social platforms that's great and and all the best with thank you your all the best. Um, <laughs> impending new arrival it is a an awesome time and um, yeah, so definitely. enjoy it thank enjoy you it thank all. you And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. Music.